everybody. Welcome, Welcome back. Welcome to Buffy Speak. Uh, things are bleak. We'll just... Things are real we're bleak. We're going to get it out of the way now. Um, this is hard to watch, I would say. Yeah. Um, I'm not... <laughs> Listen, well, for one thing, I've never had... You know, we were talking, I think, like, last episode about how I just want to click next episode. Yeah. On all these things. Um, all these things, all these episodes and uh, all these things, you know, these things, all all these things I've been watching and my, uh, my urge for that has never been stronger, but it's not necessarily rooted in like, Oh, that episode was so good. I want to watch another one. It's more like, I need to find out, I need to get out of this. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like I'm in the pit, Buffy's, Buffy's in the pit and (laughs) I'm like, we need to, she needs to be okay. The problem, the problem here is that I'm not sure she's going to be. Yeah. And I'm having a lot of conflicting feelings (laughs) about the situation, I guess. Um, How are you? How are you? That's how I'm doing. (laughs) I'm good. Um, Yeah, season six is really hard. There's a good Good joke. There's a good moment coming up next episode that I'm excited for, um, that I think you'll like, maybe. Um, but this we'll one, I was out. just, you should have, uh, Caroline, you should have heard me, <laughs> because I forgot that this was the Every Night I Save You episode, <laughs> Oh Spike, my god. I, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I let out the most guttural scream. <laughs> In my apartment. I, I personally thought it was kind of an empty sentiment. Yeah? Because he didn't save her? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's yeah, nice but you didn't. You. I think that's the point, yeah. though. I think the point is that, you know, he he feels just as useless. He's just like, oh, you know. Yeah, no, I know, I know that he's not being like... I mean, this is just good. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I know that he's not being like, I didn't save you, but I really wanted to. Right. You know? But, I, I mean, I can see that this is weighing on him, but... <sighs> I don't know. I guess he probably just, like, didn't know what to say. I mean, what do you say? Right. And she you know? came to him. I mean, like, he's... Like... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's giving true. her her space. He really is. He really is. I, Unlike the rest of her stupid friends. I know, Beth. I'm losing it. Okay, so first of all, first of all, we're watching okay. season six, episode three. It's called <clears throat> oh, yeah, I guess we should tell people that. Second of all, we pick up right where we left off. Third of all, things are not getting any better. That's, nope. That's the summary. Uh, so we pick up right where we left off, which means, um, Buffy is with Dawn, a very disoriented, frizzy-haired Buffy is with Dawn, uh-huh. and Dawn is, bless Dawn's soul, if she's she trying so um, hard. Yeah, and she's doing a great job. She's doing, she's doing a perfect job, I would say. I mean, she's doing better than everybody else, I would say. I mean, honestly, yeah. one of my notes, Beth, is just that I wish they would just keep Anya away from her Yeah, right now. And it's nothing, like, I'm not saying that, like, Anya doesn't have a right to be the way that she is, mm-hmm. but I'm also like, 
you need to relax. Like, you've been on Earth long enough to know when to shut the fuck up, I guess, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Or, like, she was just... And, and I really like Anya, you know? I think she's hilarious. I like that she's um, she's really coarse, I guess, and you don't always get that um, uh-huh. from women, you know, from women characters. Right. But it's like... I don't know. I don't know why they're trusting her when this is clearly such a delicate situation. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if they're trusting her or if they're trusting Buffy to be like, you know how Anya is. Because Buffy does. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't sting. Like, man, I wish I would have remembered what she said exactly. I don't know, but she, like... What part was it? She said I don't some know. things. That's what I'm trying to remember. She said some things that I was like, uh take two steps back um <laughs> she she was like well you know we brought you back from hell you know from the hell yeah dimension. she says oh, jet yeah, lag she from says, hell has got to be jet lag from hell yeah and it's just like not helpful right. and she doesn't at all offer to help you know xander is it xander's like what do you want oh do you want pizza i'll get you a pizza you i know, know god that's, they're all being so stupid like, Willow and Anya and Spike and Tara, or not Spike, and Xander and Tara are all like, what do you want to do? Do you want to do something? And and Dawn is like, get out. <laughs> That's what you can do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so they're, okay, so we pick up where we left off. Buffy's with Dawn. The gang is like, she has to be at the house. So they, they, they start heading back to the house from whatever alleyway they were just fighting demons in last episode mm-hmm. and Dawn is with Buffy and they're kind of walking through the house and taking it really slow like that's that's the key here is yeah. that everybody's just being calm and letting like that's what needs to happen in my own opinion mm-hmm. if I had a friend that was raised from the dead I would take things very slowly I would be like like you know asking them questions but also like not prying at all mm-hmm. you know Dawn is just kind of following Buffy around the house and letting Buffy explore and being like the rooms are different and she's like yeah well Willow and Tara live here now and mm-hmm. uh like explaining things to her but yeah um so okay basically so she oh oh yeah um, while Dawn is kind of touring the house with Buffy, Spike gets there. Yeah. And he's mad because Dawn ran off from him whenever the whole town was, like, yeah. calling the demons or whatever. He couldn't find her after and the so he, Buffy bot thing happened. Right. And so, um, so he walks in and he's pissed. He's like, I could rip your head off and drink from your spinal fluid or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and empty threats, empty threats. Uh, he's still got that chip, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, so, he couldn't do it uh, anyway. He certainly does, yeah. Um, but, uh, so Dawn comes downstairs and she's like, Spike, look. And Buffy's at the top of the stairs and he's like, I've seen the bot before, Dawn. Yeah. And then he's like, I didn't know. He's like, how'd they fix her up like that? And then he realizes. Yeah, he kind of looks and- at her for a second. Yeah, it's a very tender look, mm-hmm. we'll call it. Um, I mean, honestly, you just can't believe it. Yeah. And 
you can already see, I mean, like, he jumps into it pretty fast that, like, I mean, obviously there's a moral dilemma here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then on top of that, um, you know, I mean, I said it the end of, the very end of the last episode, the, you know, Dawn's hugging Buffy and she's like, you're home, you're home. And then it cuts to a shot of Buffy and Buffy just like clearly didn't want to be back. Mm-hmm. And that's like just proven this episode. I mean, she says it right to Spike at the very end. Um, but oh boy. Yeah. So she's like still got that. Yeah, um, but I think Spike can, like, kind of already see it, mm-hmm. you know? Because because here's Spike, for better or for worse, he calls it like it is. Yeah. And wouldn't you say, like, he's not really... No, he's not one for, um, like... I mean, I guess the most... Go ahead. He's not one for keeping things to himself, like, in any case ever, really. Yeah, and it's also, like, I'm thinking about how, you know, I, I I understand why they brought her back. I understand completely. I mean, Willow was, Willow had absolutely valid reason to be, like, she could be anywhere. Like, she fell through the portal to all dimensions. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was an unnatural death and all that stuff. So I understand their logic completely. But I think, uh, I think that they want her to want to be back so bad, right. which is why they're acting all excited. And when she's not acting excited, clearly, they're not adjusting their tone to her tone. Not at all. If, yeah, if that kind of makes sense. Whereas Spike, on the other hand, sees her, sees that she's moving very slowly, she's talking very, like talking simply mm-hmm. and spike he doesn't he doesn't ask her anything he says that he says like her hands are hurt mm-hmm. and he knows why and he addresses it but it's not like oh no poor buffy did you claw yourself out of a coffin it's like you had to claw out of your coffin didn't you yeah and she's like She's like, yes, and he's like, okay, come here. And he doesn't even touch her. He, like, guides her with his arm, but he doesn't even touch her. And he moves her to the couch and sits down, and Dawn goes off to get bandages. And he doesn't ask her anything. And she asks, how long was I gone? Mm-hmm. And he answers, um, 147 days. Yeah. Um, which is how many months? Like, four? Uh, okay, so there's... About it's a, a little over four months. Yeah. Um, and then... It's almost Yeah, five. he says 147 days, 148 today, but I guess today doesn't count, does it? Yeah. And it's... Re- he's ecstatic. That's the thing, that's the thing, is that you can see that he's as happy as the rest of the gang is, but I, I think he's being more considerate for, like, the first time mm-hmm. in the show than everybody else, and... Like, he doesn't overwhelm her at all. Yeah. And then everybody else runs in. They barrel through the door. <laughs> and um, and they just start, like, Buffy, Buffy, blah, 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 and start, like, getting all up in her face. And mm. Spike dips immediately. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they just overwhelm her, and they're like, do you want this? What do you need? Are you hungry? Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, I'm just going to go to bed. And, mm-hmm. which is not, 
like that's just key for like I want to be alone because y'all are being yeah. annoying. So yeah, she goes to bed and then um and then I guess it's Xander and Anya that are leaving, right? Because Willow and Tara live there now. Yeah. Um and so Xander and Anya come outside and Spike's out by the tree and he's crying. Mm-hmm. And and he's oh yeah. And then Xander also makes a jab and says, "Hope you're not going to start up this obsession again." As if yeah, that's even remotely the point. <laughs> right. And it's just like it's a nice warning, mm-hmm. I guess, to like not crowd Buffy. But he's not the one that's crowding Buffy. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of this pointless jab for no reason. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and Spike gets really pissed and grabs him and pins him to the tree. And he's like, why didn't you tell me you were bringing her back? And, uh, he's like, I worked beside you all summer. And you did not tell me that y'all are thinking about bringing her back. Which is valid, I guess. Mm -hmm. I forgot why they didn't tell... Why did they not tell him? Willow's excuse was just, they wouldn't understand. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I think that Spike would have, probably... I don't know. I don't... I mean, okay, so Spike says that Willow knew that there was a chance that Buffy could come back wrong, you know, like a mm-hmm. zombie or like what Joyce. have you. And, right. Um, well, we never even saw We never Joyce. saw it. We just assumed. Was it implied that she came back fucked up? Yeah, I mean, kind of... How she was walking and stuff. So Willow thinks that, or Spike thinks that Willow knew that there was a chance that it could go wrong. Like Joyce. That's what we're talking about. Yes. I've got it now. I've got it this time. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So she was, she was walking like really slow and they were playing the scary music. So I guess that it was implied. Mm -hmm. But also, so Spike, I mean, sorry, Joyce didn't come back. In her grave, though. Right? Like, Joyce didn't have to claw her way out? Or is that just... I guess it's never addressed? Yeah, we did, we never see it, really. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. That episode was good. Um, I am curious now, though, that we've seen Buffy. I am really curious as to, like, what this other method of bringing people back to life looked like, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll just... I'll live with it, I guess. Uh, But yeah, Spike says that Willow knew that she could come back wrong, but that if there was any part of her that was Buffy, Spike wouldn't have let her kill the fucked up Buffy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If that kind of makes sense. So, which... I don't know. Because... So what, like, Spike would just be cool with, like, Buffy needing to eat brains and stuff? 
I think he, I think, I don't know. I think his, his point, I mean, like he's, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I think maybe he thinks that he wouldn't, but I think maybe when push comes to shove, he would be able to, um, he would be able to do that. It would just like suck so much. Yeah. And maybe, maybe she's, like, if she needed to, if she was a vampire, if she came back a vampire, obviously that'd be fine with Spike. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really think that, you know, there is a line, right? Like, if she came back all crazy and fair, I mean, he liked Drusilla, though. He loved Drusilla, and that bitch was bonkers. <laughs> so... So, I don't know. Um, I agree with you, though, that, like, if it came down to it, I think he'd, I think he'd be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so he's all, he's all butthurt about that, and then Xander and Anya leave, and, um, I guess Spike goes home. He doesn't go back inside, and then inside, Willow and Tara are getting ready for bed, and, uh, Willow called Giles, and so Giles is on his way back within the next couple of days. Um, can you imagine? You get off a plane in London, and then they're like, hey, uh, we need you to come back because we rose Buffy from the dead, and we knew that we were doing it today, the day that you left, but uh, we didn't tell you, so you need to <laughs> you need to get back on another nine-hour flight. Apparently, um, it would be literally impossible for someone to have left in the early afternoon and then, uh, like, the time that had passed would not be possible for him to for him have to already, already been in London. In London. Yeah, uh, I was kind of thinking the same thing, but, you know, there's more, there's bigger fish to fry here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so Giles is on his way back. Uh, Willow is worried because Buffy is obviously not acting herself. I don't know. Did they think she was just going to, like, pop back up and be like, hey, guys. Like, hey, oh, my God, I miss you. I am so confused about what they thought would happen. Yeah, and I guess, I guess, I mean, Tara makes a really good point in this same scene. She said that, you know, they made the decision that they were going to try to bring her back, and then they kind of assumed crash positions, meaning that they were just like, we're going to try this thing. There's a 99% chance it's not going to work. Right. And so they were just all kind of prepared for the worst. And they, I mean, they were, they were prepared, mentally prepared to kill her if mm-hmm. she came out wrong. Um, which I guess, <sighs> I mean... Spike definitely would have thrown a wrench in the machine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. Because he would have he would have taken some convincing at the very least. Yeah. Um, and I guess like with something like that, it is kind of better to just keep the group as small as possible. You know, they needed four people, so they told four people. Um. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess it makes sense, but still. And, uh, yeah, so Tara just kind of makes the point that, like, they didn't, none of them were prepared for this at all. And I guess, I mean, that's just kind of like, I don't know, I kind of thought it was dumb. I was like, why were you not, like, thinking about what she'd be like Mm -hmm. when, if she came back, you know? Right. Um, 
Like, like I, I, I just don't know. Even if, like, even if, like, Angel was super messed up when he came back. Yeah. And, and Willow brings that up in this scene. She says, like, Buffy said that when Angel came back, he was wild like an animal. Yeah. And they were like, Buffy's not like that. And I'm like, when would you get it through your head that Buffy is more... Like, we've been saying it since, like, episode one, that Buffy is more similar to Angel and to Spike than she is to the rest of the Scoobies. Right. And just because of the the power and the responsibility and the weight mm-hmm. and everything, like, they're just... Ne- I mean, I know that they've been with her through everything, but they still don't understand. Like, they could walk away. Mm-hmm. Buffy can't. Um, yeah, so they're like, Buffy's not like Angel. And I'm like, uh, where have you been? Yeah, but yeah. That's fine. According to um, Hoomst. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so they're, like, having this conversation about how, like, they, they're like, oh, I hope Buffy's okay. And it's like, yeah, I bet you, I bet you do. Um, and then it cuts to Buffy, who's just sitting on the edge of her bed in the middle of the night. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, not a good look, and she gets up, and she's kind of walking around her room, looking at all the pictures on her wall, and then the faces, like, kind of melt, and they look like skulls, um... And they look dead, and I was like, oh, no. Uh, (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm still kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. So this episode is, uh, we haven't even fucking talked about the spirit yet. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) um, So the the bad guy of the week, the monster of the week, there you go, um, (laughs) this episode is that uh, they have accidentally created a demon whenever they brought Buffy back. Um, Mm -hmm. And this thing just kind of shows up. It possesses their bodies, um, and then it makes them do crazy things, and then as soon as it's not possessing them anymore, they're fine. Like, it's like it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, So, okay, so this thing, like, by the... They pin this hallucination that Buffy has of her photos on the the demon. Um, I don't even remember yeah. what it was called. Uh, something Genesis, but... Tomogenesis. Tomogen- Thomas Genesis is his name. Our friend. And <laughs> so Thomas, he... Um, they, like, blame him for the the hallucinations that Buffy's having, but I just don't think that it's, I don't think there's any way that it could be that simple. And like, you know, we've been watching this show for a couple years now. And I just feel like, um, you know, like, like for everybody else, it was, it was, uh, Thomas, but, uh, for Buffy, I really do think that there is probably something wrong. I'm just like, you know, you just never want to get too comfortable when you're watching this show. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Anytime you're like, oh, this is going to be fine. No, it's not. Uh, so, <laughs> um, and plus, it also kind of, like, Buffy hallucinates that they're dead in all of those pictures. But for everybody else, the thing that they saw was a person. Like, it was a... Um, yeah, it was like... It, it possessed them or it presented itself as a person. 
Right. And so it just kind of makes me think that it was something else. Um, and then the scene immediately after she sees, so she sees this, uh, this like hallucination that her friends are dead in the photos. And then she like blinks and it goes away. And then it cuts to Willow and Tara's room um, <laughs> where Buffy seemingly it's not Buffy, but you think it's Buffy. Um, she s- snaps basically and starts throwing like, I guess it's like crystal balls at the yeah. wall and the glass is like shattering onto Willow and Tara. And she's like, don't you know what you've done? You're like children. Yeah. And, oh, filthy bitches rattling their bones. Don't you know what you've done? Yeah. And, God, I got chills again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was like, I knew it. Like, <laughs> uh, when I was watching it, I was like, I was like, yeah, there's no way that this could have gone right. And that's the thing. They were kind of like that, too. Like, they wake up in bed and they're like, God damn it. I knew it was too good to be true. Yeah. Because she was being so docile and everything um but then they turned on the light and the apparition is gone and there's no glass anywhere and all of the crystal balls are fine and so mm-hmm. willow calls willow calls xander uh who wakes up and he, she's telling it they're on the phone and uh anya gets up and goes to the kitchen for something i guess and uh they're on the phone and Willow's describing to him what they just saw and they're like, it looked like Buffy, but she was throwing shit. And (laughs) then Anya comes back in laughing maniacally. Yeah. And the whites of her, like her eyes are completely whited out. They're like milky. Yeah. And she's dragging a knife down her face. And, um, that, that is the scariest thing that's happened on Buffy. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was real creepy. I for, I completely forgot about the plot of this episode. I was scared shitless. Uh, <laughs> I I honestly like I'm trying to think right now of something scarier that's happened. Maybe the Queller Demon. Um, that was not great, right? That's what it was called. Um, the one where it was killing the. Brain sucked yeah, people. Didn't it have, yeah, didn't it have like a rotating mouth? I don't remember. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Okay, please do. Let me know. Cooler uh, demon. Give it to me, also, Buffy Wiki. There was also the thing. Oh, God. That, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The cooler demon was. Terrifying no mouth. Joke. Yeah, um, and then there was also the thing where, like, it opened its mouth and then, like, another thing came out of it. I don't even remember what that was, but I could see it. I can see it really clearly in my head right now. And, like, another thing came out of it and it had, like, a tiny head. I think <laughs> that's you know another I mean? one. Um, I think that's the one in the hospital, but we digress. <laughs> yeah, we do. But anyway... It's terrifying. Well, that's this is the thing is that this is the first time that it's been a person that's been so scary. The rest of them have been like monsters, basically. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Xander's freaking the fuck out, and then Anya just like drops. She passes out, um, and she doesn't have any cuts on her face or anything. So they all meet up at the magic box and they start talking about what it might have been that they could have seen. Anya thinks it's a hitchhiker, which is where they start. Um, 
where they start looking, meaning that, like, they think that a demon kind of tagged along with mm-hmm. the old buffster. Yeah. Um, and then Buffy is, like, hanging. Oh, well, hold on. I guess they're not at the... Yeah, no, no, no. They're not at the magic box yet. They're sitting in Buffy's backyard. They're sitting in the backyard in lawn chairs, which is a nice yeah. change of scenery. Wasn't it was it? as I if the so. showrunners had. It, it was as if they had been like, "Oh, I forgot we have an entire backyard." <laughs> yeah, I've never seen them back there before. Um, there's they like there's the the episode where Spike and Buffy sit on the porch. Yeah. And fool for love, and that's like it. Yeah. Anyway, they're just hanging out in the backyard as you do. Yeah, um, and they're all talking about what it might be, and Xander's really traumatized, and uh, and then Buffy comes down, and she's like, what are we killing? Mm-hmm. And um, they're talking about, that's when Anya starts being like, you might have brought something back with you from hell, you know, when you were in hell. And, yeah. um, and again, nobody's asked her where she was. Right. That's the thing. The reason she tells Spike the truth at the very end is because Spike didn't ask and he didn't assume anything yeah. about it. Like, he, he gives her a segue to, like, talk about it. He says, like, um, you know, uh, he says, like, I haven't been to a hell dimension, but I know a little bit about torment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all he says, whereas the rest of them are like, ah, oh, yes, we know exactly where you are. Right. Seeing as how we haven't asked you. <laughs> and I mean, I guess I guess he just assumed that she was in hell or in a hell dimension because, um, you know, she didn't correct them when they were saying all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Buffy says that she'll help. So then they go to um, then they go to the magic shop and they're looking through all the books and trying to figure stuff out and Buffy says that she misses Giles and Willow's like he'll be back Mm -hmm. and she was like she's like I'm just a substitute for now uh then she she's like I'm gonna go patrol which is when she goes to find Mm -hmm. Spike but she gets up and leaves and then the thing is in Dawn and Dawn's eyes are whited out and she starts cursing them i guess she starts just oh yeah this is when she breathes fire remember last episode i was like yeah, yeah she Dawn's gonna breathe breathes fire, fire <laughs> and sets some of the books on fire and the, the magic shop is made almost entirely of wood and paper <laughs> uh, yeah it's um it's not great xander puts it out very quickly with a pillow mm-hmm. um which i would also think would be flammable but you know in any case whatever. yeah uh, but yeah, so Dawn just like breathes some li- breathes a little fire, then she passes out again, and um, she comes to, and she's like, "What's that? What happened? Did it get me?" And it's like, "Yeah, <laughs> it did." <laughs> um, yeah, and then I guess then it cuts to Spike, who is pacing in his lair, mm-hmm. and he punches the wall, um, and then his hand is all messed up. Uh, I don't necessarily understand what he's so upset about. Um, like, okay, so he's pacing, and and I've been here. I've been here. Where you're pacing back and forth, and then you punch a wall, you <laughs> kick a wall. I'm, I've always been a kicker, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so he punches the wall, and then he looks at his hands, and his hands all bloody. 
and he kind of like laughs to himself a little bit and it's like the gratification like i i'm not saying that that's I just, I understand that reaction. I don't understand why it's being applied here or, like, what he's so upset. Like, is he upset because they didn't tell him? I think, I think he's upset because he thinks that there's something wrong with her. Yeah, I think, I think he knows something. I mean, something is wrong with her. She's supposed to be dead and she's not. And... He knows that. I mean, he can tell that she's unhappy. That's why he didn't come on so strong like everybody else did. Whereas, I mean, I mean, we already, we've, I went on like a 10 minute rant at the start of this podcast about (laughs) it. But yeah, I mean, like he can tell, I guess. So I, I mean, I, I guess he's like kind of thinking that, you know, she's back, but she doesn't want to be. Yeah. And it's like, frustrating. yeah, it's like this weird cognitive because like, you know, if it were up to him, like, he'd want her, you know, he, he'd keep her around forever, you know? Right. But, um, now that she is, you know, and I'm sure he's, you know, had this, you know, and Xander says, like, tell me that the moment you saw her alive wasn't oh, the right, happiest right, right. moment of your entire existence. And Spike doesn't say no. Yeah. Um, he, you know, I'm sure in the, you know, 140 seven and a half days that she was gone um he'd imagined this you know a a billion times but it's i'm sure he imagined it under much more pleasant circumstances and now buffy's like wandering around and not really showing emotion and dead-eyed yeah being quiet and like not not at all like herself and i mean And I mean, like, it's not only, like, like, you know, when you're, like, not feeling yourself, but people are, like, like, my roommate, like, when I'm, I've been in bed for too long, she comes in and she's like, hey, come on, let's go for a walk, you know, because that is, like, you know, it's not like you, but, you know, like, it happens. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, like, 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 when you're upset about something, Patrick, like, knows how you're going to act, kind of. Right. Buffy's never acted like this ever in her life and um i mean she's been a little isolated at Mm -hmm. times but never so passive i guess right and it's just like it frustrates me even more because she I mean, I guess I shouldn't expect the Scoobies to really understand it, but she tells them to tell, she tells Dawn to tell Giles that she figured it out. And it's like, how could you not have known that, like, she finally realized her purpose? Like, how could they not have known this? I I don't know. Maybe I'm giving them too, like, too little credit or too much credit or something like that. But, like, I just don't understand how they can, like, be sit there and be like why isn't she super happy to see me and it's just like she you i don't know you thought she was in hell she sacrificed herself for her sister and she also like used her life like her entire adult life protecting the world what did you think was going to happen i just i I just want to 
I just want to shake them and just be like, what did you think was going to happen? Where did you think yeah. she would be? Like in the in the scene where Tara is talking about, like, Willow's like, she said the angel was wild when he came back. Like in that scene, mm-hmm. um, Tara points out to Willow and just kind of like calls her out on it. It's like, you thought she'd be more grateful. You thought she'd say thank you and be happy. And I guess, I mean, I guess that is what they thought would happen. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, in their minds and I and I like I said, like, I get why they did it. I get that they were like, she could be fucking anyway, because like if she had just died, if she had just died, like, uh, you know, bitten by a vampire or whatever, um, I don't think they would have done this. Um, really? Be, yeah. I mean, the, the like their main rationale is that they were like, she died a supernatural death and we don't know where she went. Mm-hmm. And they were just so where I mean, like you saw like like how Angel was when he came back, you know, and he had been there for he felt like he'd been there for years just being tortured. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I, I understand that. But the thing is that if she died a natural death. I feel like they would know that she was at peace. I mean, I would certainly hope so, you know, yeah. that they would be like she died of natural circumstances um we need to just let it lie accept it yeah um but yeah where were we okay so buffy's buffy's at spike's house and he hears her oh yeah he punches the wall right and then he hears her upstairs and so he like grabs he doesn't know who it is so he like grabs a knife and he goes upstairs and uh you know he sees her and he's like hey buffy and again like he's adjusting his tone Mm-hmm. to the way that she's like I mean and it's not even necessarily about like why don't they know Buffy it's like why don't you know how to deal with like like any trauma victim you right. know like like you don't see somebody like running up like if you see somebody like with a gunshot wound you don't run up and start shaking them and being like what's <laughs> going on what's going on like what happened you don't why freak aren't out you better yet <laughs> yeah you don't freak out you go down and you have to be calm like when somebody's panicking you have to be a rock because it's like Like, you have to, like, show them that everything's okay. And then frantically, like, running around being like, what do you need? Do you need something? Like, that's just going to make Buffy be like, oh, do I need something? Like, it causes dis-ease, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, like, oh, my God. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so Spike comes up and he's being just the the gentlest boy. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, um, yeah, so he sit, he starts just telling, I, I guess this is his way of apologizing is why he brings, this is when he brings up like, I save you every night. Yeah. Um, cause I lay, I lay there and I think about what I would have done something faster, more clever. Mm-hmm. Um, just a thousand ways that he could have saved her. And he also, and this is fair. He feels bad because he promised to protect Dawn that night, and he didn't, and mm-hmm. that's why um, Buffy had to jump in the first place. And which I mean, he got th- he tried, you know. And I mean, ho- I don't know. We don't know like what all Buffy remembers, but hopefully, she does. I mean, he ran up to the top and he got thrown off, mm-hmm. you know them's the breaks <laughs> like right he tried uh, he tried yeah he he really did give it his all um 
And so I guess just without saying that he's sorry, I guess just that's his way of saying like, like, I see why he feels responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's just kind of talking to her. Is that, that's kind of the end of it, right? It cuts back to the, like, they just, he tells her that and she's like, oh, and then it cuts back to <laughs> the gang at the magic shop, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then they, that's when they realize that back in the magic shop, they realize that it's a demon they made. Um, they say that you can't kill the demon without sending Buffy back. Uh, and then and the demon like, has oh. to kill Buffy to yeah, they, survive. Yeah. Um, but the demon didn't know that. And so it possesses Xander for a second. And it says, thanks for the tip. And then Xander drops and hits the ground and the demon's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which, first of all, that was really like cool and suave for the demon who before was like oh you filthy bitches with your rattling bones you're like children and then all of a sudden it's like hey thanks for the tip babe like it it like puts its sunglasses on yeah it's the fonz um so yeah so then it runs it realized it's like cool i'm just gonna go kill buffy then um and like i was honestly while whenever that happened i was like that guy who made the Leave Britney Alone video in 2008. Yeah. So instead of, instead of Britney, it's Buffy. Leave and I was Buffy just like, alone. Like, cut her, cut her some slack, man. I don't know, like, what. Like, can she not just catch a break? I mean, isn't that the whole show? It's like, damn, this bitch can't catch can a break. Can Buffy catch a break? That's a that's a whole nother podcast. I know it. Well, actually, actually, it's it's a no, it's a whole nother podcast, but it's one episode, and it's just <laughs> a short audio clip of somebody saying, "Hey, everybody, welcome to uh, Can Buffy Catch a Break?" The answer is no. <laughs> All right, thank you for your time. It's uh, like those well, websites. It's like, is it Christmas yet? No. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> um, yeah, so it goes to Buffy's room. Buffy's there unfortunately and then um they uh i guess xander and anya and dawn show up and uh you know the the demon is there it's all misty though it's more like a ghost honestly yeah Uh, but it's kicking man it's bitch slapping her all over the place Mm -hmm. she is not winning this fight and then willow and tara are at the magic shop and they um they are performing a spell to make it solid so that Buffy can kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in in the spell, like, I mean, okay, so it's just like, it's just like the traditional, you know, Buffy's fighting something. But this, like, the spell kind of gets to a point where Willow doesn't need Tara to do it. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of, there was also, I guess it was, um, my friend Karis, she was... Oh, she's been on the show. Uh, Karis was telling me that she, like, loves season six Willow, and she wants to talk about Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've already, like, kind of been looking out for it because of that, and I just think... Um, you know, I think something's a brewing, and I think, you know... I mean, she barfed up a snake in the premiere, so it's like... One whole I feel snake. Like, yeah, um, coming right up. Order up. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's just, what I'm saying here is that I'm a little bit worried about Willow. I'm also a little bit worried that she was like, oh, why wasn't Buffy so happy to see me? And like me, I her best friend. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm curious where this is going is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's not a good tone. <laughs> but I try yeah, to I mean, keep I, it neutral. I guess uh, I guess time will tell. Um, but yeah, so they they make it solid. Buffy beheads it. It's gone. It's done. Um, then in the morning, Dawn is uh, leaving for school, and Buffy runs out and is like, "You forgot your lunch." And Dawn's like, "You made me lunch, aw." And uh, it's very shout cute. Out to the, yeah, it is. Uh, Dawn never appreciated the Buffy bot making her lunch. All those peanut know, butter and God, jellies. All those sandwiches. Ungrateful. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so they hug each other, and Buffy even makes a joke. And um, she sends Dawn off to school, and then Buffy goes to the magic shop, and the whole gang is there, and, again, they just do the same thing where they're like, did you get Dawn off to school okay? All right, cool. Did you need any help with it? And she's like, I just said that I just, you know, it was fine. Right. And It's okay. So, it's nice to offer. It's kind to offer. They they should offer. They're doing it wrong mm-hmm. is the thing. They're, instead of being like, hey, Buffy, you know, um, if you want to, like, if you want us to be mom for a while or whatever, like, you know, just be cool. Yeah. Like, be cool. And, you know, you know who does it well? Spike in the very next scene. Um, so they, okay, wait. So Buffy does take a second and she thanks them for bringing her back. Yeah, um, she's like, I was in hell, which is just a blatant lie. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, yeah, and in that scene where Dawn's going off to school, she says that, like, things were, it's so good to have you back, things were really bad when you weren't here and which I guess is what prompts Buffy to be like okay I see because I think I mean the reason she didn't thank them before now is because she wasn't thankful um and so yeah so I think I guess whenever Buffy I mean sorry Dawn is telling her like how bad things were I guess that Mm -hmm. kind of causes her to be like okay I see why I see where they're coming from I guess right um, but yeah, so she thanks them. She tells them she was in hell. Um, and then she goes out back and Spike's hanging out back there. Um, and she's like, Spike, it's, why aren't you on fire? And he says, the sun's low enough. It's shady enough here, which makes sense. But it's also, how did he get there? Yeah. How did he, that's what I was thinking too. It's like, okay, I get you. How did you get there in the first place? Unless you got there before the sun was up. <laughs> Yeah, like, has he been there all day? Um, I don't... (laughs) We don't know. Um, So, yeah. So, he's back there, and he's just smoking a cigarette, and she says, like, oh, I just wanted some alone time, and he was like... He was like, oh, okay, then, and he gets up and tries to leave. Um, And wasn't... He wasn't trying to be weird about it. He couldn't leave because he was, like, about to walk into the sunlight, and then Buffy's like, it's fine, you can... She says, uh... I can be alone with you here. Yeah, they're... Beth's like, I know, I know what she said. Um, (laughs) I have it tattooed on my ass. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I mean, they're just definitely... They're definitely going to date this season. I can already tell. Um, I can't wait, I guess. Uh, I mean, we'll see. He's the only one that treats her normally. 
yeah. Um, but yeah, so she's like, it's fine. You can stay. And so he sits down and, um, that's when he, you know, and the thing is, is that I would like to be like, why don't they just, you know, give her some time to normalize. But obviously it's like addressing the elephant in the room, you know, Mm -hmm. where like, it is kind of better to just be like, so remember when you were dead, you know, like it's right. Cause I mean, like it's just a hurdle that they need to jump before they can continue on, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously I'm sure everybody has a lot of questions and everything. So, um, but, uh, what was that? Uh, it was my water. It just fell all over the bed. Oh, good. Um, so, (laughs) (laughs) all right. So, um, they sit down and that's when Spike is like, uh, you know, I haven't been to any hell dimensions, but I know a little bit about torment. Yeah. And that's just, that's like his way of being like, Hey, I know you've been through a lot. Um, you can talk about it if you want to, I guess is what happens. And she does want to talk about it. And she starts telling him that she, she says like, I don't know anything about other dimensions or, Oh, bless me. Um, or theology, but I think I was in heaven. Yeah. And she said that she was warm and she knew that everybody was safe and she was at peace. And she said that she felt complete, that she had completed her life's purpose. Um, There was one other, she said she was warm. She was loved. She was loved. Oh yeah. And she says, she said, this is hell. This is hell. Yeah. Everything is so um, bright and violent and hard. Yeah, and she said it's just getting from one moment to the next. And uh, she's te- like, she basically just tells Spike, like, this is worse than where I was. And I wish you hadn't brought me back. And um, <laughs> But I mean, I hope, maybe, does she know, do you think that Spike wasn't the one that brought her back because i mean i guess she does i i think she does too because well first of all that's where she goes when she's trying to get away from the rest of them who did bring her back yeah um and then i would also say that she he's so shocked to see her when he first sees her oh right yeah um that's a good point and then there's also uh like, she doesn't thank him. You know, like, she went in and thanked everybody else, and she didn't... Whenever she saw Spike outside, she wasn't like, hey, I was just thanking them, you know, thank you, too, for helping me get out. Like, she doesn't lie to him because uh, he didn't do it. Yeah, I think she can tell that right. he didn't. Um, and then she walks away into the sunlight where he can't follow her, and he doesn't even try to, which is another thing. Like, when... Like, she stepped into the sunlight deliberately so that you could not follow her. Like, he doesn't get up. He doesn't call her name. He doesn't do anything. Um, Which I think is the appropriate response. Like, she just says, she says they can never know. Nobody can ever know. Yeah. And she gets up and she walks out. Whereas, like, you know, if she would have told any of the rest of them that stuff, they would have gotten up and chased her and been like, Buffy, what? Like, what's wrong? Like, ugh. I'm frustrated. I'm feeling frustrated that it's funny because I'm frustrated that Buffy's not dead. (laughs) Um, Like, I wish she could just be Be happy. happy. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And then uh, 
I mean, I guess, I mean, Giles coming back will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a bummer. It's just a huge bummer that, like, yeah, you got her back, but, you know. But she is not at all happy. Yeah. And uh, that's just how things go. I mean, she wanted to die. If they knew anything about her, they already they should have already known that she was having a hard time being alive before she died. You know, like, like, that's the thing is that, like, if somebody, like, I mean, I know, like, we talked about this, and I agree that it wasn't suicide because it was a sacrifice, and that's different, but it's also, like, you know, when somebody kills themselves, you don't bring them back. You don't, like, they did that on purpose. Yeah. And she, she knew what was going to happen when she jumped from the tower, and... Yeah, I mean, again, I guess it's just back to their anxiety that, like, they were worried that she was in hell. And the thing is, is that if she was, if she was in hell, I bet she'd be pretty happy to be back. Right. Um, which is kind of like, why, I don't know why they, uh, I mean, I guess she, she point blank told them that she was in hell, so I understand why they think that now. But considering how unhappy she looks to be back, um, I can't imagine why they would be like oh like like if i saw her acting like that i would be like oh fuck she was somewhere better right something Um, something went wrong here yeah um yeah and honestly the fact that she's the fact that she was in heaven all of her all of her reactions last episode like her curling up in a ball and all that stuff makes so much more sense yeah um, because, and it also makes sense because she says, is this hell? You know? Yeah. And it's like, if she was in hell, don't you think she would know if it was hell or not? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, and so, like, her her curling up on a ball, like, her not liking loud noises, all that stuff, like, you can, yeah, I mean, it's obvious, but whatever, maybe not to some people, I guess. <laughs> With their heads up their butts. Yeah, I mean, she did tell. Now, now they're off the they're off the hook now because she told them that she was in hell. So now it's they can think that. But before then, I don't know why. Ugh. Right. Anyway, what do you give the episode, dude? I don't know. I mean, it's a fantastic episode. It's a yeah. fantastic episode. Um, it's not even like I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where I like I liked nothing about it. Um but not like, you know. You know what I mean. You you you're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I'm smelling what you're stepping in. I'll give it like an eight and a half. It's better done than an eight and a half, but I hated watching it. <laughs> yeah, it was just really hard. I know what you mean. So I guess I'll give it a nine. With, yeah, I think I was going to give it a 9 as well. With the disclaimer that, like, it is, like, obviously it's wonderful. Like, it handles things well. Um, you know, I think it's, yeah, it's just well done. Um, but it's heavy. And I'm not really super excited to see, like, <laughs> like the reason I wanted to binge this season is because, or you know, at least the next episode is because I'm like, let's go. Like, let's, when is she okay again? 
Like, right. when's the musical episode, you know? <laughs> um, so, we'll, I mean, we'll see. Right? We will That's see. That's all we can do. Well, I I'll mean, see. You'll know. So, uh, in the meantime, let's do some Mad Libs. <laughs> let's, oh, hell yeah. Let's take a I break. I forgot let's, about these. The let okay. me Let me think. It's the fun, like... The happy fun time, season six. Let's have, all right, everybody, if you don't want to listen to the Mad Lib, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Buffy <laughs> underscore speak. If you do want to listen to the Mad Lib, here it goes. Here it goes. I implore you to be more creative than last time. Cause you, uh, okay, I'll do my You can damage. do it. Okay. Adjective. <clears throat> Purple. Purple. Verb ending <laughs> in I-N-G. Um, Climbing. Noun. Any old noun mm. will do. Any old noun. Um, you know, how about a ch- ch- a church? Church number. Eighteen. Eighteen noun. Hmm. Well, I already did church. Let's do uh, glitter. <laughs> Part of the body. Ah, this again. Um. <laughs> Shoulders with this again. Oi, um, verb ending in ing. Okay, uh, um, drinking, but parts of the body plural. Hmm, toes, toes, perfect noun. You know, the nouns are the ones that gets me. I've got adjectives galore. Um, (laughs) Okay, for a noun, let's do a flower. (laughs) Flower. You put pressure on me by asking me to be more creative. Sorry. Okay. Adverb. Slowly. 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 Lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. Yeah, that's good. Adjective. You've been on a schoolhouse rock. I have. The creator died a couple days ago. Either that or yesterday. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, Um, so I've been watching a lot of schoolhouse rock. What what did you ask me for? Adjective. Uh, Silly. 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 Noun. Um, Rock. Part of the body. Ah, this again. So um, many. Nose. Nose and adjective. And adjective. Uh, I feel like I used comfy last one. I think you did. But I, okay. Um, and I think I used pretty, too. You used... Maybe I don't have adjectives smelly, Oh, yeah. Beautiful and dirty. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, let's do comfy then. Comfy. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. All right, hit me. Hold on. I gotta put the cat back on my pen. There we go. You so did that it. was some good audio work. <laughs> my boyfriend Oz is a total fox. Well, actually, he's a werewolf. While I, while this isn't a purple quality to have in the person you're cl- <laughs> climbing. Wow. Climbing like a tree. I'm learning how to deal. Like when there's a full church in the sky. Make sure your rare uh-huh. sweetie is locked up in a cage for 18 days straight. 
because they're going to get super wolfy before and after. Trust me, shooting a tranquilizer glitter into the scary furry version of your hottie's shoulder because they're on a rampage does not make for a romantic date. Nobody wants to see their... Oh my god. This, <laughs> listen, I appreciate that this exists as a thing, but some of these are so cheesy. I'm going to yeah. push on, but I want yeah, you to you know, I want you, the listener, and you, Caroline, to know that I know that it's cheesy. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, we're all on the same page. Okay, here. good, good. Okay. Yeah. Nobody wants to see their hunka hunka drinking, <laughs> drinking love eat a side of toes for dinner. Also, remember, oh my God. remember that when they're in I'm a wolf and that's that mode, there's a real flower inside who you're slowly in love with. Aww. I have to admit that er, there is something silly about Oz's primal nature. It kind of gives me rock bumps, <laughs> but, but not uh, in a he's going to rip my nose out of my chest way. More like in a ooh, he's got a comfy side way. And that's it. Oh, my God. That's it, everyone. They're not even wow. dating on the show anymore. But, yeah, so far we've had the we've had Xander's dating life and Willow and Oz. Yeah. Um, we- yeah, no, we, we know that it's cheesy. That's why we do the sign-off before we do the Mad Libs. <laughs> <laughs> so in case you're allergic, in case you're lactose intolerant, you can bounce. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Ay. That's funny. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. So that's it for the Mad Lib this week. Um, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Buffy underscore speak, and we'll do season six, episode four. Flooded. For, uh, oh, flooded. For more terribleness, tune in next week. And sadness. All right, that's guys. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Bye.